Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Welcome to Four Down Territory. As Stick and Mike take a look at the four biggest stories in Denver sports. Here's Schlereth and Evans kicking it off with First Down. We await. It's like uh, the head coaching search. Mm-hmm. That worked out well. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still confident that Sean Payton will get the right guy Correct. as his defensive coordinator. I but we continue so. to wait. In the meantime... They uh, would appear to be looking to fill other spots as you went out to dinner last night with a guy named Greg Minuski. Manu? Yeah, it's actually Minuski. Minuski. We call him Manu. So not Minuski. No, not Minuski. 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 Like musky. Yeah. Husky. Ma- husky. Minuski. Nusky. Longtime coach, yeah. player, was a teammate of yours, a sure. roommate of yours in Washington back in the day. But uh, he's in town to interview for the linebacker's position. You know, call me old-fashioned, but I would normally think that a defensive coordinator would hire those guys. But at least now that does not seem to be the case. But one thing that does seem to be a trend that's developing. These coaches are going to be experienced coaches, aren't they? No doubt. And I, for one, couldn't be happier about that. I mean, you'll have some young coaches that you're grooming, but you've been around. Yeah, exact streif. You've been around. Who'd they hire as a tight ends coach? De- Declan or something like that? Dylan Declan or... Keep talking. Somebody. Somebody, Declan. Sausage fingers activate. Sausage fingers activate. So, but you've been around him from New Orleans. You've been around these guys. You know what they're made of. You know they, they understand the grind. Um. So anyhow, I'm... I'm I'm really excited about that after a year last year where, you know, it was the blind leading the blind. We had the three blind mice orchestrating the uh, the Broncos. Second down. Meanwhile, the Broncos have a decision to make when it comes to Draymond Jones. The franchise tag window opened yesterday. It continues through March 7th. Our 9 News Bronco insider Mike Cliss says the Broncos have no intention of tagging Jones right now, and if they do, it would be closer to that March 7th deadline. So how do you read that? Is that hoping that you can lock him up? Lock him up between now and then? Yeah. Or Uh, that they're still waiting maybe to see who the defensive coordinator is going to be? Obviously, new new staff. New staff, but some of the old principal people that are still there think that that dude has superstar potential. And I, I tend to agree with him. I think he's I think he's a star in the making. So why not try to get him locked up to a more long term deal? Now, if you're him, why not hit free agency if you can? Who else? Like if you could get him locked up into a long term deal, is there anybody else on this roster that's worthy of a franchise tag other than him? Oh no 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 no. In terms of unrestricted free agents. Well, now. I mean, you got who else do you have besides a uh, 10-time Pro Bowler? Oh, Dalton Reisner? Isn't he a free agent? Yes. He is on the cusp of 10 straight Pro Bowls. It's going to kick in any year now. Yeah. 
This could be the year, so maybe you do want a franchise tag. I don't Here's think you're going to. I don't think you're going to. But Draymond Jones, let me play devil's advocate here okay. with, with Jones. Ahead. You already have a really good interior player in DJ Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you pay big money again to another interior lineman. Named Jones. Named Jones. You're keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Mr. You, Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. But you have too many Joneses. Are you paying, too many, are you you paying big money to too many Joneses who play inside? Well, then you can switch the thing to Jimmy's and Joneses. Is it the X's and O's or the Jimmy's and Jones? Answer the question, please. You don't have too many Joneses. Was that the question? Yes. Yeah. No. You can never have enough Joneses. Are you gonna like you say this all the time, and and you know I hate to give you credit for anything. I know, but you <laughs> can't have true. enough good players. Yeah, and that dude's a good player. It's, yes. Now you would like to get him, you know, locked up on your terms. But what do we always say? If you're gonna do that. You got to lock guys up early so they have they have the the specter of having to play, having to earn it, and and staying healthy. Hey, look, I know players hate the franchise tag, but you did agree to it in the collective bargaining agreement. Players agreed to it. So it's a tool for teams to use, and in this case, use it. Oh, yeah. If you can't work out a deal, use it. He'll play. He's not going to sit out. He won't be happy, but he'll play. Right. So I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think so either. Third down. Kale McCarr isn't going anywhere for the time being. He's going to miss this weekend's games because he's back in the concussion protocol. Now, he went into the protocol about uh, 10 days ago when he got hit in the, in the, in the first game after the All-Star break. Had the concussion, got cleared, came back, got hit in the St. Louis game on Saturday. The, the reason why he wasn't taken out of the game by the independent spotter, they have one of those at NHL mm-hmm. games like they do at NFL games, uh, and why the avalanche, I guess, didn't really respond like it was another concussion is because his visor in, in the collision, his visor came down, hit his nose. And so they just thought it was a nose issue. Mm-hmm. Well, it turned out it was another hit to the head mm. and again, put him into concussion uh, symptoms and now he's out for the week. So bad luck or does it call into question how the NHL, how the avalanche handle Kale McCarr? No, I think it, it calls into question everybody based on the fact that you're coming off concussion protocol, and I get the nose thing. How come his visor must have been the way the helmet... Yeah, it just gets twisted and pushed down. And- By the way, in all seriousness, don't you need a little bit better helmets and face masks and chin buckles? In hockey. Dude, if I was in hockey, I would be like, I would be wrapped in bubble wrap before I put on my gear. Those dudes are crazy. Well, hockey players are tougher than football players. Let's not get crazy. Let's not get, let's not, let's just not make stupid comments. Let's calm down. But that little visor thing. Stand by that. Loose chin strap underneath there. Like, you need better equipment. Hey, at least they got something on. Back in the back day. in the day, nothing. Yeah, but there was no such thing as concussions back in the day. True. So you good could, point. You could good get point. He's got a point. One, two, three, fourth down. Good news regarding Jamal Murray. Missed some time 
prior to the uh, All-Star break, uh, as the other knee acted up, not the one that had the ACL, but right. some good video of while the All-Star game was going on, he was working out by himself at the Nuggets practice facility, and uh, he has announced himself fit and ready to return tomorrow night in Cleveland. Great. That's good. Need him for the stretch run. Of course, we're going to have to manage his knee. That always tends to happen to you. You know, you compensate a little bit for coming off an injury and something else kind of gets tweaked. But I'm glad that he, he feels good. I'm glad that he's ready to go. And the Nuggets have some, you know, serious, uh, not splaining to do, but they have some serious, they have some serious, uh, I don't know what yeah what what, what do you got to do you, you got some serious rubbing it in people's noses absolutely you're on a mission first yeah, of all you 16 w what's the mission here missions to yeah it's another 16, 16 w yeah another, you need 16 look we've used 16 <laughs> we've we've used 16 w twice in the history of the fan and it's worked out great both times they won cups well we but should we use we it own again the tra- we own the trademark should we use it again yeah hell yeah mission 16 w again 16 w hey we're two for two with it dude this is this is remember in the old comic books and i'm going way back but the old comic books you turn back to the back page and it would it'd be the like the george atlas protein powder and the little squirrel kid would get sand kicked in his face okay boomer by the why the big muscle beach guy was uh-huh. taking his girlfriend, and uh-huh. then he went out and worked out, yeah. and he came back, and he whipped that dude's ass? Yeah. That's the Nuggets. That's the Nuggets. The Nuggets are the little scrawny dude on the beach. Mm-hmm. Getting sand kicked in his face. Sand kicked in his face. LeBron kicking sand. Yep. Giannis oh, kicking nice. sand. Yep. Embiid kicking sand. Kyrie kicking sand. Everybody's kicking sand. and poor Sand little, kickers. Yeah. Poor little... Joe Kick, <laughs> right, right in Joe Kick's face, right in Joe Kick's face. Yeah. yeah. Jamal Murray, by the way, was all the way back before this uh, setback. Over the last six games, he had scored twenty six, twenty five, twenty two, and then these last three games, thirty two, thirty three, forty one. Oof. And then he had to Oof. shut it down on February fourth. Yes. So he's uh, back, but Kenny. Let's get him ramped up back to that level. Get him there. Keep him there. And that's the Jamal Murray ready to go into the playoffs. That'll do it for Four Down Territory, our tour around the Denver sports scene. Coming up next, when you're searching for a defensive coordinator, should Russell Wilson be in your thoughts? No. Why? Don't step on my T's, man. Oh, sorry, sorry. Don't step on my T's. Boy, well. I heard Russell Wilson. I thought the answer was no. (laughs) Mark, just automatic reflex. No. That's wrong. Next. When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress, relax in your tub or shower from Bathfitter. Bathfitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. After we are done at 9 o'clock, the Players Club comes your way. And I was listening to them yesterday. And, yeah, I'm not jealous at all that they're going to Vegas for the madness. He's peanut butter and jealous. Not at all. You love March Madness. Love it. And having done a number of guys' flight out trips back in the day Mm -hmm. for this exact 
event. Yeah. It's the best. The best. So I know people can uh, get qualified to win. Go to denversports.com, get signed up, because it's the best. I, I, I mean, they're, <laughs> to be in Vegas for the first weekend of March Madness is awesome. Right. Awesome. So give yourself a chance. Go check it out. You could be hanging out with the Players Club. But the Players Club yesterday, I heard him talking about when you hire this defensive coordinator, the importance of getting a D.C. in the building who's going to challenge Russ every day of practice, put the defense in positions to talk trash, and spark Russ's competitive nature to get the very best out of him. You agree with that? Should Russell Wilson fixing Russ? Mm-hmm. Be part of the thought process when you're hiring a DC. Well, That's it's wrong. It, it's it, well, I think the whole the whole thing is about you know getting better as a football team, but also challenging and, and fixing Russ. But you know, this is an interesting psychology in doing that, and we've got a great example of it from last year. So from last year, Brian Dable. Now they're trying to decide on their quarterback, Daniel Jones. Brian Dable, the head coach of the New York Giants. In practice, especially early in practice, and and this is just a we're sitting down having this discussion about his quarterback because I asked him I go does your quarterback pass the confetti test? This is Joel Cladism, right? I said Joel Clad always says this. Does your quarterback pass the confetti test? Did you give Joel credit at that moment? I did. Oh, yeah. you did. Yeah, I did. Good for you. Yes! So you never do that for me. I would know because you're my intellectual property. Joel is not my intellectual property. <laughs> And it's probably the first time. Yeah, it's probably. probably the first time that I mentioned it, so I won't give him credit again. But, <laughs> but you know, I go. So, does your quarterback pass the confetti test? Could you see him hoisting up a Lombardi Trophy and confetti showering over his head? You know, which to he said it was a very interesting question. He didn't answer it. But the interesting thing was in training camp because you can script the looks. He made the defense, he scripted looks that they were at a disadvantage with Daniel Jones. Just as so Daniel Jones had to like throw balls away, nowhere to go, like like made it as difficult as possible, unprotected, as difficult as possible. And so Tyrod Taylor was cutting up the Giants defense in practice and Daniel Jones was struggling. And he did it purposefully just to see how Daniel responded, how he dealt with that adversity early in practice. I, I think there is a psychology to that. Like, hey, man, we ain't making this, we ain't making it easy for you. We're going to make it harder on you because we expect more from you. So I think there is, I think there is an aspect to that, that you get together as a yeah, staff. I just, I just kind of cringe, though, at the whole idea that uh, anything that's being done, whether it was the hiring of Peyton or anybody else being brought in on this staff, with the idea that it's Russ-specific. Guys like Peyton, you hire a guy like Peyton because he's here to fix the Broncos. Right. And it's a long-term proposition. Russ has got two years yeah. to not, but reset his, his career trajectory. Right. Otherwise, thanks, see ya, move on, right. and we're on to the next guy. You're, but see, you're not, you're not hiring a defense coordinator simply to fix Russ. You're hiring a defense coordinator that, that, for the Broncos. Right. But you need to hire you, – you have to hire somebody – that is on that page with you, that same page. Whereas you can be honest as a coordinator, you can be honest as a head coach, like, hey, man, this week, this week, we're going to hang 35 on these guys. So, you know, we got this one. Right. All right, hey, this week, 
man, it's going to be hard to get 20 on this defense. But, but see, I, I don't want the defensive coordinator, whoever he is, I, I want him to come in and create a certain attitude, a certain compete level at yeah. practice, sure. regardless of who the quarterback, whether it's Russell Wilson, whether it's Jameis Winston, right. Teddy Bridgewater, or some future drafted quarterback. I don't, I don't To me, who the quarterback is immaterial. Right. I want that defensive coordinator to bring that Right. To practice every single day, and, and that's why I don't that, care about Russ. Right. That's why you get. That's why you get kind of excited, or I do, when I hear the name Rex Ryan. Right, because I know one thing about Rex. That dude's gonna play some defense, right? And when things aren't going right, it's not gonna be hey, let's lay back and let's make sure that uh, you know that we keep everything in front of us and let's just tackle well and you know death by a thousand paper cuts and. I know when things aren't going right, somebody's nose is getting bloodied. And I, hey man, I, b- I believe in that philosophy. Let's find some energy. Let's find a way to get this thing done. Let's create a turnover. Let's go out and, and punish somebody. And at the very end of the day, we may lose a game, but that other team's going to be licking its wounds. Just hire people, hire people with the idea that if along the way, they're hired to fix the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And if along the way they can fix Russ or bring out the best in Russ, great. But it's not job one. Right. This, it's this, not the right. job. The job of Sean Payton, the job of the coaches they hire, the job of the defensive coordinator, whoever it is, is for the Broncos to be competitive. It's not about, you know, the best thing is there can no longer be this pampering of Russell Wilson. You know, we need to baby him along. Russ needs to be accountable. So, and, you know, he is a hard worker. I'll give him that. He's a hard worker. But there can't be any more of this, you know, coddling. Up next, what's trending? Paxton Lynch is trending <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. A possible Tom Brady comeback? Oh, Mark's eyes just flew open. And Chiefs fans. Man, Chiefs fans, proof that you don't deserve what you're getting right Soft. now. Soft. That's next. Here's Schlereth and Evans with What's Trending right now. Well, Paxton Lynch has made history for uh, all the wrong reasons. As he has uh, become, after being benched this weekend in his USFL debut. Excuse me, XFL debut for the, (laughs) they all run together as you'll soon hear, the Orlando Guardians. He is now the only quarterback to ever be benched in the NFL, CFL, XFL, and USFL. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I'm reading from one site. This is great. Quote, think about how truly remarkable this career achievement is. Not only did Paxton Lynch have to be good enough at football to at least get himself a chance to start in all of those leagues... But he had to be bad enough to get benched in all of them. <laughs> yeah, you think about you think about what athletic what athletic talent gets you. Even if people know that, eh, you know the guy can't play. It's the it's that great unknown. Yeah, but he's so t- he's big, he's tall, he's athletic. He can really throw it. Like he keeps getting you opportunities. And you keep tinkling down your leg. You ready for this? Yeah. Chiefs fans. 
you, you, you don't deserve what's been bestowed upon you. So apparently, a number of Chief fans mm. wrote the uh, dreaded letter to the editor mm -hmm. saying and complaining about the behavior of Chiefs players who are too drunk. Wow. Seriously. You had Chief fans, Chief Kingdom, mm -hmm. complaining and embarrassed that Chief players like Patrick Mahomes were hammered during the parade. That Jabroni! It, that it set a bad example. Yes. This is just the beginning. <laughs> you know, it. there is, though, it wasn't always like that. You didn't see a bunch of guys getting hammered. You know who started it? Hmm. Brady. Oh, you when mean when he, he came off the would, boat? When he was smashed coming off the boat. And now, what, We're do, you, still here. what do you see? What do you see at all these parades now? We saw it with the ass parade. Oh, yeah. People are just tossing guys' beers. Yeah. And of course, they're going to slam them. Yeah. And you're going to get hammered. Do you have a problem with our role models? Hmm. I use that term loosely. Getting uh, drunk during celebration parades. What about you? What about you? Uh, what about you fans, you enablers who are tossing the beers? Right, right. Don't you take some? You you should write a letter to the editor of Chiefs Kingdom, throwing beers to the players, and essentially forcing them. Correct. Forcing booze upon those guys. Correct. Shame on you. Shame Relax. on you. Can we take their championship away and give it to Philly? Yeah. Philly fans yes. wouldn't be complaining about being inebriated. They'd be right there with them. Seriously, did you see anybody, anybody, any website, any blog, anything after the As Parade from As fans complaining? I mean, Gabe Landeskog was uh, hammered. Uh huh. Nathan McKinnon, hammered. Jared Bednar, hammered. Yes! They're all hammered. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Good for them. Yes! If I was lucky enough to be in their position, I'd be hammered too. Every now and again, you got to let your hair down. Every now and again. I'm not saying it's a great lifestyle. Chief fans. Every now and again. Chief fans. Yeah. Man, you just don't deserve Soft. Could Tom Brady have another comeback in mind? Doubtful, but Ben Volan, who has covered the NFL for a long time, he writes for the Boston Globe now. Mm -hmm. Used to cover the Dolphins. He was the one that was all over the story, right, about right. Sean Payton and Tom Brady teaming up in Miami last year. Mm -hmm. It was going to happen. Payton was going to be the coach, five-year, hundred million-dollar contract. Brady was going to be the quarterback, but that all got blown up after the Brian Flores lawsuit. But now Volan is saying, "Hey." Tom Brady could be leaving his options open to return to football in 2023. He suggests, Volan does, that due to Brady saying he's not going to broadcast until 2024 and opting not to sign a new contract with Tampa Bay to lower his $35 million cap hit makes him a free agent in March. Mark, you know Tom Brady very well. Yes. Is this, is he done for good? Or do you wonder? There's, I think he's done for good, but there's always that sliver. Because I know one thing, teams will be reaching out to him. 
You know. Yeah. Are you sure, Tom? Are you sure? Are you sure? Listen. Just swing in the camp. You know? Swing by. You know there are going to be teams that are going to be trying to... I hope he doesn't. That'd be a bad look. That'd be a really bad look. Now, now, now it becomes... Come on, dude. Why, why is That'd be two years in a row that you retired and retired for a significant amount of time only to then come back. Didn't Twice. Brett, didn't Brett Favre do that? Two years in a row? Retired? Yeah. Waited like 40 days and then came back? I, I don't know. I mean, I think he retired a couple times. Maybe not. Tired. We went to the Jets, didn't retire, go back to me. Or maybe he just did it once. Tom, don't do it. Don't do it. I know Mark would love Tom, to have you back in the league. Don't if, do it. If your heart is telling <laughs> you, your heart wants what your heart wants, yeah. Tom. It does. I love Tom Brady. It really does. So, during this uh, recent season, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Tennessee Titans 35-10. to And boy, they made it look easy. Jalen Hurts, 29 of 39 for 380 yards and three Mm -hmm. touchdowns. Defense dominated. It was almost like the Eagles knew it was coming. Oh, they did. A.J. Brown said the Titans didn't change anything from his time when he was in Tennessee. He gave the the Eagles their whole playbook. Mm -hmm. Now, we hear this all the time whenever a player gets cut and gets picked up by a team just before that team's getting ready to play the team that the guy was just on. Right. And we always talk about the idea, oh, is he getting is he is he giving intel? And guys like you say, no, that's that's over exaggerated. Teams change their codes, they change their calls. Uh, AJ Brown says Titans didn't change a thing, and the score kind of yeah. lends credence to the idea that they didn't. Well that um then that's on them. Because, you know, when you flip over from one team to another team, they put you under the white spotlight to gain any information they can gain. But, you know, your team usually, you're usually, you change some calls or you change the way you call those things. You know, you change your code words, whatever. But, um, you know, if that's the Titans, they if they're not, hey, we are what we are and we're not changing a damn thing, well, then that's just stupid. If they get, if he gave them all the call, hey, when they call this, they're, this is what they're throwing, and they did it, what how many, how many... Did, was Tannehill playing at the time, or was it? Yeah, that was Tannehill. How many uh, threw for like 140 yards? Pick okay. to one touchdown. They only scored ten points. Yeah, Huge. yeah, that's just dumb. That is what is trending coming up. Hey, I know in Sean Payton we trust, but are we starting to get uh, a little worried? The combines next week, right? Free agency starts in a couple weeks. When are we going to get that defensive quarter in place? That's next. Loosen up those joints and muscles. It's time for your 745 stretch. Here's Schlereth and Evans with the biggest story in Denver sports. Oh, defensive chief fan is uh, swarming oh. our text line. They're so whiny. You know, I when I when I have a Twitter, I mean, it's it's amazing. I was just like, hey, listen, you know what? I disagree with that call, Dan, that holding call. You can't disagree. I mean, clearly, I ripped his jersey off. He almost broke his hip. I mean, how in the world is, uh, what's his head? What's the guy's name? The receiver's name? Uh, Juju. Smith Juju. Smith-Schuster. I mean, how that guy's still alive, it's amazing after that brutal holding call. 
I mean, I'm, I'm surprised he's not in a hospital bed right now. Pray for Juju. <laughs> That's right. I just pray for Juju. Hashtag because, pray for Juju. Yeah, pray for Juju because that was a uh, vicious, vicious um, holding call. It was just, I mean, you, you want to talk about. Anyhow. Um, we'll get some of the texts here. We got yeah, some texts. It was just, it just insane. Like all I said was, "Hey, man, the Chiefs got to stop them." Saying, "Had the Chiefs unbelievable. They drove down all, every every time they had the ball. They scored." I mean, tip your cap, but that that's a garbage holding call. Well, oh, you know, Chief fan just got their panties in a wall. Well, they, but they just they just they don't want to feel like their championship has been all of a sudden diminished to the point that an asterisk goes I beside put, it. I put an asterisk. I know you did. Congratulations. I know you did. Some people got re- most people didn't. We even can all it. do that. We can all do that. Most we can do that. Notice, but some people don't. listen, I chief agree. fan, chief fan. Don't let me, let me give you a little bit of free advice here. Okay, don't worry about it. Because <laughs> you know what? If we if 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 we're lucky enough to see a Broncos Super Bowl again in our lifetimes, and it happens under those same exact circumstances, guess what? We're not going to be apologizing for right. That holding call. I get a, a chief fan came after. Oh, you guys had Vaseline on your oh, cheese. So what? Who cares? Who gives a rip? You guys circumvented the cap. Yep. So what? <laughs> yeah. Right. And so what? Those trophies still shine bright. You and should not. You should not even. But, but chief fan is man. They're a whining group. They're a whiny group. Whiny group. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't. Why know. Why are they, they so 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 defensive? So needy. I know you won 15 straight games over us. I mean, and yet you're still like, the fact that I can get under your skin. Right. We've lost 15 straight. Of course, I last time the Broncos played a playoff game in Kansas City at Arrowhead. Let's see what happened. I wonder. Oh, that's right. We whipped your ass. Take that for data. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, they're just a, they're a whining. Yeah, they're come on, whiny you, you've group. won two Super Bowls in the last five years. You've been to a bunch of AFC Championship games. You got the you got the boogeyman at quarterback. Right. How about a little swagger? Right. Just just just, just, just joy. Puff your chest out and just be like, Psh. right. Haters gonna hate. They hate us because they ain't us. That's yeah. all you have to say. Right. Let your clackers swing. <laughs> right. Let That's them right. swing. Hey, Chief fan, our advice to you today. Take it, run with it. Let your cat clacker swing. Yeah, like that, like the you know the big truck, the monster truck you yes, pull behind. Yes, and they got those clackers swinging from the tail hitch. Yeah, yeah. Jabroni. That's what you guys need to do. Let your clacker swing. Yes, I do laugh at that, and then I quickly think, boy, you are overcompensating for something. Right, right, right. Lack of clackers. Lack of clackers. Let your clackers swing. There's your advice for the yep. day. The more you know. Where's the more you know music? Where do I have that? Do I have that anywhere? There you go. There it is. The more you know. That's your clackers. That's your clackers swing. Uh, I, I know that we're all happy. Well, most of us are happy. I'm happy. I'm ecstatic that Sean Payton is the head coach. Mm. But I I do have to ask the question because my uh, in Sean we trust is starting to get strained a little bit with this whole defensive coordinator thing. You do realize that next week is the combine. Yeah, I do realize that. And even though the combine is is overrated, its importance is overrated, mm. it is still important. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. like preseason games. They don't count, but they matter. Mm. 
the combine is overrated, but it still matters because it's still a tool sure. to use to evaluate players. And with the Broncos having so few draft picks, and by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if they had even less when this, uh, this draft is over or they give up some of their future picks for picks this year. Hmm. Just go back and look at, and we'll do a deep dive into this, because Sean Payton, if you're looking for what happened in New Orleans and try to get a preview of what might happen here, this is a guy who doesn't really care about draft picks. He'll he'll pick a player. He'll start to kind of zero in on a player he wants. Yeah, He'll give up picks in this draft. He'll give up picks in future drafts to go get that guy. But, so, the, the combine does matter, and we don't have a defensive coordinator. Right. We don't have a whole defensive staff put together. The combine is next week. Free agency mark starts. The the negotiating window starts March thirteenth. You're starting to you're starting to sound a little bit. I think you've been influenced by Chicken Little Marilad a little bit and DMac because DMac. Then you want to talk about the sky as well. The Broncos are screwed up again. Everything is the Broncos don't know. You you understand? <laughs> you understand, my man DMac. That the the whole rhetoric from him would be one hundred and eighty degrees. Opposite. If only they had drafted Justin Fields or Mac Jones. I can't even explain how stupid I am. You realize that, right? No, I know that. Everything. His view of the Broncos, of George Payton, of whoever the coach would be, would be 180 degrees. Everything is awesome because we got Mac Jones or Justin Fields. Yeah. But because they didn't take one of his precious quarterbacks in the top ten. Mm-hmm. That's why he hates everything about the Broncos right now. From from the guys and, and you know, from the relationships I have throughout the league and, and some of the guys that I talk to, less and less of the coordinator types, less and less of of your coaches are going to the combine. It's more productive to stay home and study film and study the, the player as opposed to the athlete. And that's the big difference. Study the player not the athlete. Don't get wowed by the athlete. Look at the guy on film. Because there's a lot of players that will impress as a test of athleticism. They get into the league, they get overdrafted, they can't play. And all you have to do is look at the top 10 or 15 40s run, run at the at the combine of all time and look at the top 10 or 15 bench press tests of all time. And I will tell you, 90% of them aren't worth a squirt of urine. Okay, but whether you're there in person or you're just watching game tape, you still have to have your coaches in place to do that. That is true. So you do have to have that evaluation process, but you still have until April whatever before the draft is, and you have a better idea. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, you can't just put April as the date out there. No, no, no. You still have April, so you still have you're still going to have from now until it, whenever you sign the, let's say you sign the coordinator today or tomorrow, you still have to April to study all that film. Oh, I get what you're saying. Right. Yeah, the combine film isn't going anywhere. Right. Right. I get what you Well, but, I, but what about free agency? Yeah. Well, the one thing about free agency is you do have an understanding once you get a list of free agents that you've competed against. So you do know the guys that come available, guys that you've competed against over the years. It is funny, though, because if you haven't played that team in a while, then you don't have a great sense of of who's 
good and who's not good. So you're going to have to go back and look at that. But if the guy was in your division and you competed against him and you and you game planned around him and all those things, you've got a great sense of of those free agents. So a lot of that is just dependent upon who you've played and kind of what division you're in and all that and all that kind of stuff. So you know, I would say that I would say that there are coaches that you know coaches that Sean Payton assigned that were in New Orleans. Do you think they know the Denver Broncos roster? I mean, they competed against them in what twenty nineteen, but they didn't have a quarterback in that game that 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 COVID game. So you're not so familiar with this roster as you would be with the Atlanta Falcons and with the Carolina Panthers and with the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So you'd have a lot more familiarity because you play them twice a year. But I think the the other maybe way of looking at this is that Peyton has been around a long time. His coaches are going to be veteran coaches. And my guess is that they look at something like the Combine as, listen, that's that's for the young coaches. That's for the inexperienced coaches. That's for these these staffs that are just like gung ho, and we got to study every possible last thing, mm-hmm. and we got to spend eighteen hours at the facility, and we have to sleep on couches and all that because that's what we have to do. Whereas a guy like Peyton probably looks at it and says, "I've been doing this for a decade and a half. Right. I know what kind of player I want. I know the traits. I know the characteristics. Yeah. I don't have to. It is about working smarter, not harder." And at some point, as a coach, you gain the kind of experience that, let's face it, you don't have to work as hard as your younger counterparts because you already know what works. Right. You know what you want. Well, because you already have an identity and a philosophy, and you know what that philosophy is. You know what you want to be. Boy, there is – it's amazing. It's like life in general. How much easier is life when you already have – like you, you know who you are. You always know, tell your kids when they're growing up, I don't care what you do for a living. Who you are becomes what's important, right? That's really where, that's re- like developing who you are. And when you know who you are, then it really becomes easy to go, nah, I like this, I like this, I like this, I don't like that. I mean, I have eaten at restaurants, same restaurant for years. Like, I've never varied on the order at that particular restaurant. I've never gone off the menu and go, hmm, let me try something. No, I know what I like. I like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to order it every freaking time I go in here. Yeah. Why? Because it's good and I know I won't be disappointed. Right? And I know at the end of the meal, I won't go, man, that was okay, but man, I miss my old staple. I, I, like old co- coaches that have been around, they know exactly what they're looking for. They go out and get it. So whereas some people are panicking, I'm not panicking, but I'm starting to get a little curious as to what's taking so long. You think I like curious. I like that. You think Peyton's over there just saying, we're good. Yeah. We're good. Please. I know what I want. Right. I know what I need. I know what I'm looking for. We're just hammering out the details. Just just like you know, just like the whole Peyton Manning search. Oh, is it Jim Harbaugh? Oh, who's, is there a new coach in here? Oh, is it Sean Payton? No, Sean Payton. No, it's it's D'Amico Ryan's. Wait, D'Amico Ryan's. You know, D'Amico Ryan's doesn't want to be here. He wants to be in Houston. Oh, screw D'Amico Ryan's. Let's go. Back. You know, no, just take your like, make it right. Get the guy you want, and then figure out what it's going to cost you. 
that becomes the owners. And I, I, hey, one of the reasons Sean's here, one of the reasons he's here, what? Ownership. I want ownership with deep pockets that doesn't flinch when I say, this is the guy I want. Go figure it out. Now, they'll do their due diligence and they'll take their time, and They'll, but it'll get done. Why? Because that's the ownership that you put in place. I keep coming back to the Bill Parcells influence. And do you honestly think that when Bill Parcells was was coaching the Giants and he had Bill Belichick as his defensive coordinator mm-hmm. and stuff like that, do you, do you really think that they're like, oh, man, we just got to. We got to grind over every last bit of tape. We just got to put in crazy hours. We just have to just. Or do you think at some point they knew what they wanted? Of course. You think, yeah. you, you think, especially by the end of Parcells' run, you know, once he become established coach, you think Belichick right now, you don't think that they, they know what they're looking for, what they like? Now, they don't hit a home run every single time, but they know what they're looking for. They have a system. They they could easily say, hey, we're looking for. So if you're Sean Payton, you're like looking at uh, running backs, for example. You're going to be able to say, hey, I'm looking for a Kamara type. I'm looking for a Mark Ingram mm-hmm. type. Um, defensive guys who are some of the great defensive players he had over the years. Oh, um, I like I was just thinking of the middle linebacker position. He oh, always yeah. had Pepper Johnson. He had Steve Diossi. But, but had, Peyton at. New Orleans. Oh, in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Peyton in New Orleans. Always going to lean on that front seven. Always going to have defensive ends that can flat rush the passer. Always going to be like athletic, strong, D-line-wise. Um, middle linebacker who can fly. Like that's that's what they have had. And they've done a phenomenal job. Nickel guy who can play. Safety that can roam. I, but they know what they want. Yeah, you you talk about Bill Belichick, man. Just the the certain play, like like a bunch of D linemen that can play outside their two gap type of D lineman, D end, four technique, three technique D lineman that can flat play guys off the edge that can rush the passer. A couple of just hammerhead middle linebackers back. That was back in the day when you sure. know the the it was a two back offense and everybody ran the ball. You know, it's changed a little bit, but they know exactly what they're looking for. Yeah, whereas most young coaches, young staffs, they're like, study every player. We got to study every guy. Right. Whereas, and well, we'll change, and we'll change a like, we'll change a philosophy. So they'll like, they'll find a guy that they really like. And go, it doesn't fit what we do, but uh, maybe we should change what we do. Right. Maybe we should. Oh, if we had this guy, we could do this, and we could do this, and we could do like. It, 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 I'll tell you a quick story. All right, hold that thought. Okay. Hold that thought. All right. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits.